Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we talk about it. My name is Jason. I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Well, hello there. How are you doing, man? Oh, man, I I cannot complain of anything. And I've tried. I've tried and tried. It won't do any good. I know. It doesn't stick. So how are you? I'm I'm well. I'm well. The uh I know I know people care. Um, but the weather's changed a little bit for <laughs> for what I consider to be the better. Um it's cooler and wetter. And so I like that. So yeah. I'm happy. I mean that's like that makes my, my life happier. So yeah. yeah. How are you how are you doing? I know I already asked you that. But yeah. But I agree with you, you on the weather. Like, what's that? I agree with you on the weather. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason. I live here. Exactly. It's because I don't want to be in the the heat. Right. Ever. Yeah, we so. want to stay inside and watch television, mm-hmm. and read books, mm-hmm. and then talk about those things yep. to people we can't see on the internet. Yeah, and sometimes, like sometimes those people write back. <laughs> they do. And talk back. And I, I, before we get into this episode, I'd like to just share an email. From a, a listener, subject line, Muncie, Indiana. And uh, this listener who signs, signs off as Gooch. <laughs> Gooch. I, I love this. Uh, just Gooch. Uh, so uh, they say, I've been trying to catch, w- I've been trying to catch up with your podcast, uh, season five, episode 10, as of the day they wrote this. I enjoy your show immensely as I am a P&R encyclopedia. So... That that's quite a boast. Uh, something I just now realized watching an episode of Joy of Painting with Bob, uh, Bob Ross, uh, is that Muncie, Indiana, is the home of the Bob Ross Museum hmm. and where his PBS show was filmed. And given Gary's affinity toward art, consider the painting and uh, during the shutdown where he's painting serenely and Leslie throws it off into the pond. <laughs> Uh, maybe a deep cut reference and wanted to share that with you both. So yeah, that's some deep dive research into Muncie, Indiana. Um, but that makes so much sense. Like why this would be their favorite place to go on vacation. That's the most information about Muncie, Indiana I have now, other than that it existed in the parks and rec universe. I mean, I know it exists in real life, but it's Gary's favorite place to go. Like that's all I knew about Muncie is that a fictional character liked to vacation there. And now, right. I, now I feel like I know more about it, especially mm-hmm. as a, with a national treasure such as Bob Ross. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a significant, significant fact that we now have. So thank you, Gooch. Gooch. Uh, and then Gooch also has a quote from Marcus Aurelius. Waste no more time arguing what a good man should be. Be one. Whoa. Yeah. So that's, that's good. Thank you, Gooch. Uh, listener, if you have an email or more interesting facts about Muncie, um, Muncie maybe, <laughs> maybe you have the other interesting fact about Muncie, uh, send us an email, parksandconversation at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. I did get an email from listener Christy, uh, and uh, it is all visual. It's a meme. I have no idea how to share that on the podcast. Can so you describe <laughs> it. Please describe it. To okay, her. I'll describe it. Yeah. yeah. Let's see how this goes. Uh, set the setting and tell me the font, please. Uh, well, my default is Helvetica. Okay. So excellent. I, if somebody sends me something in a different font, uh, it will not stick. I just, it, I override it all to Helvetica nah, because, okay. yeah. Um, so, it's a meme. Uh, I have to increase the size of the image here because my old eyes. All right. Uh, so the originator of this meme goes by Bucky Barnes. Um, and uh, it says, uh, okay, but listen, Star Wars, where everything is the same, but Luke and Leia are replaced by John Ralphio and Mona Lisa Saperstein. And uh, they... <laughs> So, you know, they're the heroes of the story. Uh, and it cuts to that scene where the, Tom thinks that Mona Lisa is pregnant. And uh, John Ralphio's response about being an uncle is that that's too much responsibility. I got to find a way out of this. Okay. So that's the, 
the meme image. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then and then the next image produced by Queen Elsa Schuyler. Uh, and this was some kind of repost of some sort. I'm giving you all the information. Oh, yeah, you are. Uh, and it's then the, the crawl from episode seven, The Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker has vanished. <laughs> <laughs> and that was uploaded by Danny. And there's one, there's one heart. Um, and then in there's a, the first comment out of 14 comments at the time is from Karen and Leah saying, I've done nothing wrong ever in my life. And Darth Vader says, I know this and I love you. Because <laughs> Darth Vader would then be their dad. Yeah. Dr. Saperstein. That's the, that's the meme I got from listener Christy. Yeah, I don't think you should have done that. Well, uh, we'll see. Listener, <laughs> if you would like me to describe more memes, send us an email. Parksandconversation at gmail.com. It sounds like it like, would be funny to look at. It is pretty funny if you understand all of the references. The references. Yeah. So, um, but she goes on to say, Christy, in a non, non-meme way, she says, I came across this other day and, only, and knew of only two other people who would appreciate the genius. <laughs> Thanks for sharing your thoughts as we made our way through parks. Can't wait for the next series. And the next series in just a few episodes. Just yeah. a few episodes, Jeremy. We're almost there. I know. At this rate, it'll be sometime in December. Yeah. Uh, well, with school coming back, it might make our life a little bit easier. Maybe. Bit, yeah. Thanks for bearing with us with the summer, you guys. It's been yeah. it's been crazy pants. Yeah. It's been four weeks since we. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, real quick, getting back to uh, a little a little gooch uh, with the <laughs> Gary thing. I came across. I saw something. Gary's his real name is Gary, right? Right. I didn't know up until literally today. Mm-hmm that his, he spelled it with two R's and it might've been on his place card at the, at the wedding, at uh, Donna's yeah. wedding, but I didn't yeah. see it, but that's not even, even that's not even a traditional spelling. No. And he spells it G E R R Y. Oh, he does. Yeah. I thought it was, a, I thought it was still with an A. Uh, no, I think on this original ID card, it said G E R R Y. Gary. Gary. So everything about it's wrong. And he's from a place that has a city Gary called Indiana. Gary. Gary, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we we know he's adopted and his mom <coughs> wanted him to dress up as uh, Wendy for to be Wendy or Tinkerbell or something for the play. So he's got all kinds of confusion. I don't know if his parents named him, uh, his biological parents named him Gary with an E and two R's or if his adopted parents named him Gary with two E's with two, with an E and two R's. But we do know that his adopted parents, uh, his mom was arrested for marijuana possession at one point. So, you know, a lot's going on there. And that's when Jerry found out that he was adopted. (laughs) The show has layers. It does. It does. There's lots going on. Why we started with it. Yeah, because it's it's deep, it's profound. There's so much going on, and uh, yeah, and the next one that we're going to uh, is going to be uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine in the Shuraverse, which is so, super profound. Uh, yeah, my daughter, this is Brooklyn Nine Nine has become her comfort comfort watch this summer. Okay, so she's just always watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, <laughs> so um, which is great because it's funny. Uh, but that's one of those episodes that you can just drop in. Or shows where you just drop in on any episode and you know, oh, this one's going to be funny. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many jokes. It's so funny. I love it. So. Well, let's get through this one. Let's do it. Uh, Season seven, episode eight. Mrs. Ludgate Dwyer goes to Washington. I think Mm -hmm. that's the original title. Uh, Our title uh, that I'm proposing is Our Real Passion is Polynesian Folk Music. Um, Oh, seconded. Because I really enjoyed the... The the spirit of unity in that scene with Orrin Hatch and Cory Booker, senators from two different sides of the political spectrum, coming together to play music that nobody asked them to play, which is really what we think, I think, most politics is. It should be things that nobody really asked you to do, but someone's got to do it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so... That's and also, if your if your passion is Polynesian folk music, like maybe 
maybe go do that instead and let people who are passionate about running the government do that. No, no, it's just a thought. No, people are allowed to have hobbies. Well, there's hobbies, but then your passion, you're you're like, that's what you want to do. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, I I know Orrin Hatch is a fiscal conservative and he's very concerned about making sure that people get in to shows, you know, with good ticket prices. I mean, discount. Yeah, he would probably be like leading the charge with the uh, Taylor Swift Ticketmaster stuff. Like, look, my my band, we <laughs> we we let people in for ten dollars. So eight dollars if you if you get them early. Yeah. Um. So I don't understand why Miss Swift has to have such an expensive concert. Uh. And if you missed the Eras tour, good news, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be released in theaters. So. <gasps> Okay. Yeah. You can watch it still. I could not get tickets mostly because I didn't try. Yeah. I so. didn't help. So speaking of not getting tickets, uh, April and Leslie are going to go on an airplane and they did get tickets. So before Good. they go, uh, the cold open of this episode nice is, segue. thank you, uh, is Leslie and April and Ben, and they are preparing for their trip to uh, present some uh, uh some projects and uh to the national parks and trying to get senators to invest in the parks mm-hmm. and so uh they're going kind of over their presentation and uh leslie asks april like why should we invest in the national parks and april says it's simple in today's fast-paced society national parks are still the best place for full moon werewolf transformations <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Probably. Um, spaces out there. Yeah. Of all the national parks that I've been to, mm-hmm. I think the best place to do that would probably be Olympic National Park. Because you have good tree coverage. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't know really what's, what's your state going to be before and after, you know, like, like, are your clothes completely ripped off when you become a werewolf? Like, I don't know. I've never done this. Well, so like, and there's vampires out, out there. Oh, that's true. So, you, I, I mean, about that. you got to watch out. Yeah, but where's the Black Lagoon and the creature from that? I think it's down in Florida. Oh, good. I'm oh, never going like, there. This is like the Tortugas, I think. Tortugas. Tortugas. Yeah. I don't, okay. know, why, I don't know why I said it like that. Tortugas. Uh, because of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um. So... The uh, yeah, so Leslie's like, I know you're kidding, but are you excited? I'm super excited, and there she's really excited. But Leslie does not know that April is considering leaving the National Park Service, she's looking for a new job. She also does not know that Ben is helping her find that new job. Ben, who uh, Ben Wyatt? Ben Wyatt, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> he's working <clears throat> subvertly, subvertly, yeah, covertly, covertly. Subversively. subversively covert subversively covert yeah which is the uh the cover album for across the aisle the polynesian <laughs> folk music with cory booker and Orrin hatch wow. um uh yeah so ben's like you got to tell her unless it's like no way or april's like no way it'll go crazy um she freaks out with any changes and to give the example uh, she tells Leslie, like, hey, I'm thinking about changing the fonts on the itineraries. <laughs> and I was like, what? What? On what grounds? <laughs> on what grounds? <laughs> Those are perfect. Those fonts are perfect. Um, which makes me wonder, like, what font was it um, that is for the itinerary? So, well, it's, like, whatever it is, it's readable and compact. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's probably like an aerial situation. Yep, I, that's 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 my my guess as well. Um, yeah, something without something sans serif, because sometimes serif, when the if the type is too small, it gets difficult for me with my old eyes. Yeah. Anyway, and if I get a string of numbers, I'm always lost. Like, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I can't, I can't I'm just start I'm gonna, in my emails. I'm just going to start throwing in huge strings and numbers to you. Oh, please do. It will help me get stronger. That's right. Um, this is just to help you. Yep. <laughs> What's the 47th digit? <laughs> uh, no way to know. Um, 
yeah, I, uh, I have problems. So, uh, Leslie comes back, like, that's crazy. And Ben is like, yeah, what an absurd idea. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, yeah, then credits. Uh, and then April is talking to Andy as uh, she's getting ready to go. And, um, she's like, I'm not going to tell Leslie that I'm thinking about leaving my job. Um, and Andy's like, don't worry. Uh, we're going to, we're still looking and we made good pro- progress on finding a perfect job for you. I love we this. Got a, we got this a whole great. list. Yeah. <laughs> and he pulls out his list, mm-hmm. apple juice, barbecue sauce, count Dracula. Stop. Wait. You're like, okay, yeah, okay, easy, ding dong. That's the shopping list. <laughs> no, it's not. Nope. <laughs> it's a nick list of cool nicknames he wants. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, barbecue sauce? <laughs> Which is a pretty cool nickname. I don't know why he would want apple juice. BBQ in the house. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but apple, apple juice. juice. Apple juice, yeah. I don't understand that one. Count Chocula. Yeah. So, uh, but then he has the actual list and, uh, you know, so they're making progress and, uh, uh, and April's like, I wish you were coming. And he's like, well, I'm going to round up the team and we're going to help find April, uh, a new job. And so he calls up Ben, he's like Ben Wyatt, please tell him it's count Chocula. No, it, it's Andy Dwyer. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so the team that Andy rounds up is Ron and Ben. And so they go to Ron's company, very fine or very good construction company or whatever it's called. Um, and, uh, and Ron is delighted that April wants to leave, uh, cause he thinks everybody should leave working for the government. Um, and, uh, and so Andy's like, yeah, I think she could be a perfect fit for your company, but I don't know what you do. I'm guessing you're assassins, hitmen, doctors, <laughs> um, and uh, Ron then explains that he built things um, and they gives him a tour and he points out doors, uh, walls, uh, what else? Uh, but then he introduces the vice president, Don Swanson. Um, and Ben was like, wait, you have a brother? And Ron <laughs> tries to downplay having a brother uh, because he wants no, he wants nobody to know anything about him. Uh, he's like, fine. Cat's out of the bag. I have a brother one brother <laughs> and there's two other bearded gentlemen that he's like wait like signals to get out of the room uh that indicates he has more than one brother uh and and he's like all those years at the parks department you never told us you had a brother and his brother's response is you worked at the parks department <laughs> <laughs> i love that so much um just brothers who are super private they don't even know what they do for work and now they all work at the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow they still are able to come together. I love it. And I like, you know, when the office was wrapping up and they did the whole thing with Dwight's family, Mm -hmm. I would not be opposed to Ron's company, even though Ron ends up being a uh, national park director, spoiler. Um, But uh, like if, if they had a whole series of just Ron's brothers, uh, doing a show and it's just like a show about competence and building <laughs> like like no real drama it's just like this is how you do it like i'd right. watch that show right yeah the I, drama the drama is them trying to hold on to the the competent ways versus the corner cutting ways of society yes that's their yeah you know, it's it's kind of like an old man in the sea situation where right. it's really just them against nature the you're right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're trying to overcome city regulations and building code permit changes. Yeah. Yeah. Just but then also they teach you, they teach you how to make a mortise and joint. I'm mortise and tenon. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, why not? We got to dovetail some stuff. Let's make it happen. Enough, yeah. enough of this MDF. MDF is just wood. That's lying about being wood. <laughs> that's what I think that he would say. Exactly. Yeah. And like they are designing furniture and like, kitchens for people and they're like well we would like to just go get our cabinets from ikea Mm -hmm. and instead ron just burns the house down (laughs) i will build you a new house (laughs) right this is how serious i am about what you just said i'm starting over i don't even want you to think that anything from ikea could come into this structure so this structure will no longer exist you'll need to find a new place to live for two to three years right and then he's like and also this is going to be a burial ground for animals how many bunkers do you want oh my goodness yes 
what if their company built bunkers? Anyway, uh, that's what I would like to see. Okay. So Maybe I don't know to talk about that. I mean, I know the writers and the actors and the studio people are not getting along right now. So maybe they're going to need some ideas. Uh, and I'm uh, what you call an idea guy, Michael. I think I proved that with Bleep Mountain. Um, so. <laughs> it's outside the Shuri universe. It is, but not far. Um, so then in D.C. Uh, or at the airport, Leslie is talking to April and like, hey, we have all this unstructured time to talk. What do you want to talk about? Uh, how about your future? And April's like, wow, yeah, actually, I've been thinking about that a lot. And, and Leslie's like, perfect. I have a binder for you. <laughs> her solution for everything is a binder. Um, and, uh, and her path, she has a clear definitive path through federal government that goes all the way through 2022, which upon watching this made me sad because <laughs> that's the past and I am old. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so April's like, wow, this is great. This is intense. Uh, and, you know, that's like, I had to make some guesses because I don't know your fashion choices, et cetera. Uh, but now you don't have to worry. Uh, I got it all planned out for you. And she's also got shirts that say GovBuds for life. Photoshop, photoshopped into a picture. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, and uh, and, and so, like, I didn't really make the shirts. And April's like, but did you though? She's like, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leslie. But did you though? <laughs> I don't know how she affords anything it's and true. does anything. Like she is a cartoon genie. Like nothing. She doesn't live in the realm of reality. Yeah, she has like a Mary Poppins bag where she just pulls yes, out. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Handcrafted goods. And like coat racks. <laughs> yes. I haven't watched Mary Poppins in a long time. Um, so Cod Swallop. So now so now there we've got these two paths happening. Do we want to continue down the April and Leslie path, or do we want to go down the Andy and Ben and Ron path? Um or just well, go chronologically. Let's go chronologically. Let's jump back and forth. Let's keep us on our toes. All right. Okay. So uh so then Andy and Ron and Ben are talking about potential jobs that April could do. And, uh, and Ron's like, well, the, here's a job. She could have about six people reporting to her. She would be project managing our new warehouse in Snurling. Uh, and, you know, Ben, they're looking at the list. I get to be my own boss. That's good. Uh, but Ben then says, what about passionate interest in subject matter? What, what kind of building is it? And uh, it's a large scale storage unit for surplus vinyl sheeting. Mm which uh, is boring. Um, and then Andy's like, well, what about creative problem solving? And Ron <laughs> is, <laughs> creativity is for people with glasses who like to lie. Um, but she could use creative ways to organize the vinyl sheeting. No, that's insane. We use the Townsend method. It's tried and true. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that is. Um, and There's so, no other way to stack vinyl sheeting. Right. It's This is it. And so, um, so Ben's like, well, this might be a dead end then. And, uh, and so, but Ron's like, you know what, you're right. But getting people out of government is a worthwhile endeavor. I will help. Um, but first I'm going to need some grub. And so Andy is like, yeah, let's grab lunch and some ice cream. And then maybe some after ice cream tacos. Uh, and, uh, then maybe we'll brainstorm, maybe grab some snacks. And as Ron is leaving, he says goodbye to Vaughn and Lon. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, more Swanson brothers. With the rhyming names. So do you think wow. Ron, like Ronald, we know Ronald Ulysses Swanson is his name. Do you think it's Vonald and Lonald? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <All right. laughs> but I wonder if like their middle names are also named after presidents, presidents or characters from Homer epic. Yo, so, yeah, that could be it. It could be Ulysses, could be. Cyclops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vonald Cyclops Swanson. <laughs> I mean, I'd hire that guy. I would watch a show about him. Cyclops. Why did you name him Cyclops? Well, because I, I was squinting. I thought he only had one eye. Uh, <laughs> Cyclops. I hoped he would shoot optic beams from his eyeballs. Concussive blasts. Cyclops from the X-Men. Um, yeah, it's crazy how they named all their kids the right way. Like, 
for their powers. Well, Scott Summers is his actual name. Oh, that's right. And My he bad. has he has two eyes, but he can't open them without shooting red optic beams, not lasers. They're optic beams, they're concussive blasts. And the only thing that can stop them are these ruby quartz glasses. But then the question is like like when he's not having that visor on and he's just wearing the glasses, there's nothing holding them at the back to his head. Mm-hmm. Just they're like regular glasses. And so these concussive beams are like back and forth between his eyes and the lenses. And it's not creating enough force to push the glasses off of his face. No, they're, I think they're Oakley's. So they, that's why they're, they're so good. They're very grippy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I've been reading comics my whole life and I, uh, thank you. You finally solved something for me. So, Yeah. You just got to get the right eyewear. You can't you can't buy the the seven dollar. Well, first of all, they don't have any UV protection because, I mean, they're just plastic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to get the good ones, I guess. So like my plan of buying Seabrook sunglasses every time I'm at Pacific Beach <laughs> for ten dollars is that is a plan. That is something. But you, you don't, don't think that would work for him? I don't think that would work. Okay. For Mr. Summers. All right. I'm glad we're working this out. Um. So. And also uh, want to see Scott Summers do the the reboot of Double Dare. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that would be great. <laughs> uh, where, where, where were you? I don't know. Uh, Randy, uh, who works with Leslie in the Parks Department or the National Parks, um, uh, he's taking the lead on these meetings. Um, but he's like, hey, you know what? Don't be afraid to jump in. Um, and uh, let's like, right, April, when Randy brings up the river project, that's your cue to distract the guard so the Hamburglar can make his escape. Uh, and Randy's like, you know, we're meeting with Senator today. Is she going to be okay? Uh, yeah, that's just April. Um, and, uh, and so April is, uh, you know, going to be April's way. But then they go and they meet with... Uh, Senator Boxer, for who I believe was the one of the senators for California at one point, not totally sure. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And uh, so they're um, having their meeting is going great, and uh, and Barbara says, "Well, uh, if it's good with Leslie, it's good with me." And uh, Leslie's like, "Well, I have another good idea. What about historical lampposts of DC walking tour? Starts in 15 minutes." And uh, Senator Boxer says, "Sounds good, but I have an appointment with the president." And Leslie says, can we come? And so, <laughs> yeah, which, which is not really, you don't invite yourself to a meeting with the president, I guess. Uh, but when this takes place is 2017. Mm-hmm. Knowing what we know now, the president at the time would have been Donald John Trump. So mm-hmm. would Leslie wanted to have go, gone to that meeting? And hear how exciting she is, excited she is to be like, hey, can we come? Like, she's been to the White House before. She's She met uh, Vice President Biden. Would she, why would she want to go to this meeting? I, I think she would because she'd still try to affect change. She'd still try to push her agenda and make, make life better for people, regardless of the situation. She, I, I, I think she's like, I can fix him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. She is relentless. She is, as John McCain will tell us. Um, so, yeah. All right. So they they don't go to that meeting. But then we go back to a different meeting with somebody as important as the president. And it's Andy and Ben and Ron meeting with Barney, Barney. from the accounting firm. The and uh, it, they're so excited to have Ben uh, back there. Um, Barney's like, Ben is here. Ben is here. Ted, Ted, Ben is here. Uh, and Ben's response is, it's actuarially very good to see you guys. And Barney almost dies. Um, so he runs off. You got to hear this. When he says they like me here and he does this whole like little kind of bites his lower lip. Like, yeah. Like Rockstar yeah. kind of was like, Yeah. He's, he's, he's king in- turd of poop mountain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
so he's good. They're going to have a great old time. Cut back to DC and they're meeting with uh, Senator Gillibrand. Um, and uh, she's excited about everything they're doing at uh, Interior. And Leslie's like, oh, thank you. We really appreciate your support. Can you sign a copy of my book? And Leslie already wrote the, in- the inscription to Leslie, my inspiration, my muse, my partner in crime. I owe it all to you. Um, and uh, <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, the next meeting is with John McCain, um, kind of just in the hallway as John's hanging up the phone. I was going to say, by meeting, you mean the ambush in the yeah. hall. Yeah. And uh, and John's like, I got a I'm John, Mr. Senator McCain. It's like, I got a meeting. Uh, unless it's like, well, you actually, I checked with your staff. They said you had a free half hour. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Did anyone tell you you can be, your tenacity can be intimidating? Yes. Every month of my life since fourth grade. Um, so get that meeting in with John McCain. Uh, then the next one is with Orrin Hatch and Cory Booker uh, meeting together because they both care about na- our nation's resources mm-hmm. and the national parks. And then Cory Booker, <laughs> but that's not all we have in common. <laughs> in fact, our real passion is Polynesian folk music. And they say that together. Um, and <laughs> it's so awful. Uh, and uh, so they have a band called Across the Isle. Uh, and they hold up the poster. They're playing in Georgetown, and Corey's like, "Isle, Isle, like island." And then across the aisle, it's a political aisle. It's like a pun. It's a play on words. <laughs> and uh, Les like, "Yeah, I get it." Um, I would have thought she'd have way more appreciation for the wordplay, um, just be- based on how many times she's used puns all throughout the show. But she didn't. Maybe she just really hates Polynesian folk music. Could be it. I don't know why it's so it's it's not it's relaxing it is relaxing but it's a lot like how i feel about reggae i've heard that song so everything sounds the same um but that's you know my cultural biases speaking um give me 90s grunge music it's all unique so many textures no this is one of those stories that probably i'm the only one who cares about but i'm still gonna tell it anyway because this will be great you have to listen no it's there's a local uh commercial that comes on during you know i don't know sports things and it's jim's i think it's jim's plumbing and they're just the worst commercials they're just a guy in front of a green screen and the latest one is him talking about how like, you know, Seattle and the 90s and grunge and the only grunge he plumbers deal with, though, are like the stuff in pipes and not everybody looked good in ripped jeans and flannel. And he's just this old, you know, gray haired guy trying to be like, hey, remember grunge? We were cool. I don't know. Like I said, not a great story, but it's hilarious to me every time it comes on. <laughs> We also have another one where windows talk to each other. So we're not. What? The bar is pretty low. What are you watching? Where are you seeing these? On the on the TVs. On It's like the local, like you're watching, you're watching. Like Root Sports. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah maybe. Sometimes. Huh. But even even just like we were, I was watching just the uh, the football game last night, college football. And it was just like. You know how they have the, the segments for local ESPN will have like local commercials. That was one of them. And then we also have another one. It's these windows that talk to each other. And then somebody throws a, a, a rock through them. It's, it's really bad. They're so they're so bad. They're great. So they kill the window in the commercial. Yeah. And the other the house across the street with the windows that are OK, they laugh at them. It's a whole thing. It's a it's a wow. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty grim. That's got intense. Yeah. Anyway, is, is the window okay? Well, that's the whole thing. You, you can get replacements that come. Oh, come just through. like people, huh? Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you're going to personify a window, don't make it like not all windows matter. And you can just switch these windows out. Like these windows are important. Anyway, they have uh, their own. Yeah, they have their own lives and and uses, and you know. My heart is troubled by your television shows. Um, all right. Sorry. I, I'm just going to have to process this later. I'm going to have to lay down for 45 minutes. No, an hour. A full hour. <laughs> so, uh, Ron and Ben and Andy back in Barney's office uh, talking. Uh, Ron's like, this is April uh, Ludgate Dwyer. She worked with the Grizzle deal that you guys did the finances for. 
Um, and Ben's like, I know you're opening a consulting wing and I think April would be great for that. Uh, and, uh, and he's like, well, everybody knows, but, uh, you know, can you tell my friends here what consulting is? <laughs> uh, classic move. Uh, and, you know, Barney says, well, it's about finding creative solutions to difficult problems. Um, and now lots of times there's firing. So consultants aren't exactly liked and Andy's looking at the list and like, this is perfect. Um, I can feel it. And, uh, and he's like, she'll take it. Uh, now let's talk perks. Does she get the summer off? Is it like school? Um, <laughs> so, so Barney's like, well, uh, what did she major in? And, uh, Andy, it was like econ- economics, accounting. And it's like, she did her own major Halloween studies. <laughs> uh, and so, um, yeah. So Ben's like, she can get this. She can learn this. And Barney's like, well, we're not really taking any more applicants though. I could make an exception for someone else looking at Ben. And Andy's just like, not interested. Ah, <laughs> uh, Andy doesn't catch so many things. Uh, so Randy and Leslie are talking back in DC and they're like, they've had five yeses and four no's. So not a bad start out of a hundred senators. They're on their way. And, uh, and so Randy tells Leslie that Nor- Mike Norbert is retiring and uh, Leslie is uh, like, oh, Nor- old Norbs is stepping down. Couldn't handle the pressure, huh? What a wuss. And Randy is like, his marriage is falling apart. He had an affair with his best friend. Uh, and uh, and Leslie's like, I feel bad for what I said. Um, and so, uh, so Randy says that we'd like to promote you to deputy director of operations at Interior. And Leslie's like, wow, this is really great. Uh, and Randy's like, you have to move to DC. You have to be a part of the senior executive service candidate development program. And Leslie is so excited about Seskadip. Um, and uh, and then they also will have a confirmation hearing. And Leslie like is freaking out that like a confirmation hearing has been like her goal for all of her life. And then she pretends like, what's that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To the best of my recollection, yes, I accept the job. Um, and so some strangers walking by and Leslie's like, can I borrow your hat? I want to throw it up in the air victoriously, <laughs> which, uh, people generally don't want you to do that with their hats. So, um, so back in Pawnee, Ben and Andy and Ron are like, ah, oh, this is really a bummer. We think April would be great at this job. Um, uh, but she's not as qualified as other applicants. And so, uh, Andy's solution is break in and change her degree to accounting. Um, and on, in the process, he also goodwill hunts all the way through the, uh, <laughs> the whole story, uh, X equals Y, obviously, obviously. Um, and, uh, do you think that the, was one of those things where they just let the camera roll? It looks like it based on like Ron, like there's a moment where I think it's Ron looks down yeah. and like away from the camera. <laughs> so like, like, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the time he turns around, I'm gone. Uh, so, uh, so Ron's like, well, we need to highlight April's strength. I thought we could update her resume. This is the one she applied to with parks. It's a signed photograph of a puppet named elf. (laughs) Wait, I still want to go back to the Andy thing because I feel like that's one of those suspensions of, of belief situations, because I know if I was in a room where I pulled that off, you wouldn't just go on to the next thing. Like people will be like, what are you talking about right now? Like there'd be follow up to that. Well, I think they all know Andy enough to be like, like, this is nonsense. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll buy that. It's kind of like the thoughts that my dog has. (laughs) They don't matter to my life. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there's an episode in friends, the one where Joey, I don't know what it's the whole story is for this episode, but Buys Ross and Rachel watch. are fighting. I mean, I don't know. Oh, geez. Um, and, uh, and Joey says it's a moo point <laughs> and somebody corrects him and says, I think it's Chandler's like, you mean moot point? He's like, what moot? No, it's a moo point. It's like a cow made it. Who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's like Andy's whole story here. Like Ben and Andy or, or Ron are just like, well, Andy did that. Let's get back to actual reality. Um, so, all right. Yeah. In in our real life, if you tried to do this, I would try to ask you more questions for sure. Um, because I want to see you kind of get yourself out there on the ledge. <laughs> Can he and then back? And then try to work your way back in a way that does not make you uh like sweat profusely. That I mean, 
because we're friends and you know it won't happen so (laughs) it's just a fun ride for everybody yeah i get to see you dangle out there like how's that all right oh i see you need help (laughs) too bad (laughs) you got yourself out there you know the way back (laughs) unsolve that math problem dude um y equals x yeah so (laughs) well yeah if x equals y then y obviously equals x doy nailed it uh so i do love that ron hired april with a resume uh that was a signed photograph of alf (laughs) (laughs) and ron was like she's perfect (laughs) she'll be a perfect person to do nothing in the government um so uh yeah so uh, Ben's like, all right, we make her an actual resume. Then we put a big presentation, show Barney that she's more than qualified. We need all hands on deck. And so he's listening, Craig, Donna, and most importantly, and Andy and Ron are both like, no, no, no. And he's like, well, you want a photocopy? You guys want to do all the mindless work? Yeah, I didn't think so. And he stands up all dramatic. The camera pans up to him. And so he's like in a position of power. The like, get me Gary Gergich. Oh, here it's two A. It's A-R-R-Y. Sorry. Gari. All right. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. It fit. It all works. It, it all works. works. It all works. Um, so then April and Leslie are back in DC and, uh, Leslie wants to share the great news about her life. And so like, look around, what do you see in April? They're at the, uh, in between the Lincoln monument and the Washington monument on that water thing. I think it's called the national mall. I'm never, I've never been to DC. Um, yeah. And, uh, what's that? You, you can't buy anything there. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Uh, so she's like, what do you see? Fountains, water, sky, you (laughs) looking at me like a crazy person. And Leslie's like, I see home. I'm going to take that job. Ben's going to run for Congress and he's going to win. And then we'll split our time between Washington and Pawnee. Uh, and April's like, yeah, that's great. It looks like everything's falling into place for you. And let's like, no, for us. Uh, and, uh, April is like, this is where she says, look, I, uh, I need to tell you that I am going to leave Pawnee after Leslie's like trying to update all of her life plan, all of this stuff. And it's going to be an amazing journey. And Leslie, uh, April's like, I, I need to quit. Um, and Leslie is gravely offended. Um, and so April says, I, I don't even know if I like working in national parks or government. I just fell backwards into your world and years have gone by and now I'm here and Andy and Ben have been helping me look into different jobs. And Leslie's like, Ben who? Ben Wyatt? He's been helping you behind my back? Wow. Okay. Well, we had a good run, <laughs> but he's dead to me now. Um, yeah. And so April is like, look, I've been on this weird path my whole life and I really don't know what I want. Um, but Leslie is very upset. Uh, that she's just now hearing about this and it's on their bench of all places. Um, and uh, so then cut to Leslie in a cafe with Madeline Albright. Uh, who's Madeline Albright, Jeremy? Uh, she, I think, didn't she help? Like she she invented the the cookie, the Madeline cookie. Yep, exactly right. And that's why she was nominated and became the first female secretary of state for these United States of America. She was the top diplomat because of the power of cookies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are good cookies. I, They're all right. I like a Madeline. They're okay. Yeah. I had a cookie yesterday, man. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to top. It was from metropolitan market. Oh, you yeah. got a, you got a kitchen sink one, the big cookie, a big cookie. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. They're got it hot. Like right off the, right off the uh, cookie sheet. Yeah, they, they have, have a marble slab that they keep heated. Yeah. So when they come out of the oven, they put them on the marble slab and mm-hmm. the chocolate stays gooey in the middle. Yeah. I ate the whole thing. Oh, that's a, I mean, that's impressive. They're, they're rich, mm-hmm. but they're totally worth it. Did you get milk? No, I don't really drink cow milk. Beef, beef milk. Beef milk, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Mainly because of the explosive diarrhea later, but that's not for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leslie is debriefing with the creator of the Madeline cookie. Um, and, uh, uh, secretary Albright, uh, you know, points out that Leslie is very passionate and, uh, in all of her passion, she can sometimes like overwhelm people 
and forget about people's feelings. And well, this is not the first time Leslie's heard this news. Hmm. Um, and uh, Leslie's like, well, when is when have I ever done this? And she's Steam like, well, steamroll. Uh, um, what's her face? She's dead to us now. She's gone. Anne. Anne. Yeah. That's she steamrolls people. Yes. Yes. Continue. Uh, and uh, Les, like, when did I ever do this one time? And Madeline Albright's like, well, you were so wrapped up in your story that you actually ate my waffle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then she's like, you got to Sometimes you just got to let people make up their own mind. You can direct them and give them a little push, but they got to make their own mind. Um, and she's like, you're right. Can I have my pin back now? <laughs> so not only is she eating somebody else's waffle, she's wearing their jewelry. So. Uh, and then got back to the office. They put together April's, uh, resume and Craig, uh, is like resume's done. I use bullet points instead of numbers because I find it conveys strength and competence. Uh, and Donna has a binder of her accomplishments, photos of her getting the job done and $500 cash. <laughs> they just want to go straight up bribe route. Um, and, and Ben's like, Donna, and she's like, you put me on the team. I find a way to win. Heck yeah, dude. And then uh, Jerry, Gary, the copies made, everything's been collated and stapled and all the research has been double checked. Uh, I went through quite a few staples. (laughs) (laughs) Just so proud about it. So uh, this is one of the few times where Jerry does a thing uh, and no problems with what he's done. Well, just just the uh, inferred restapling of many things. Does that mean he had to restaple or he just had to staple a lot of things? I feel like it means he had to restable. All right. I don't know. All right. Maybe. We, yeah, you're right. You know what? Maybe we give him the benefit of the doubt this time. I will. Good job. Gary. Gray or Larry. Um, and, uh, and so, and Craig's like, I added a personal testimony vouching for April's brilliance. And this guy better appreciate it because I do not compare people to Mary J. Blige lightly. Nor should you. And, uh, <laughs> Donna said, nor should you. And it's like, do you want to go to dinner tonight? I do not. And he's like, respect. And then Jerry says, I'm free. And Craig's response, I have plans. I have plans. <laughs> One of my, <laughs> this is a joke that I've seen in many different things. And I love it every time. Like yes. right in front of the person, like, oh, I'm free. He's like, I'm busy. <laughs> and he just smiles like, yeah. Yeah, it happens. People's lives are crazy and complicated. Um, I didn't see so- make those plans. But I get it (laughs) between here and there. It was quick. Yeah. Uh, So Ben's like, all right, I think we got it squared away. And Andy's watching them all do this thing for his wife. And it's like, you know what? They've done a lot, um, but it isn't enough. Uh, I have a plan to go the extra mile and make April seem like the ideal candidate. And his plan, Jeremy, what is his plan? Who's? Andy's plan. Uh, Oh, to go the extra mile. Yeah. But how does he go the extra mile? Well, I mean, at first it starts with a somehow creating a mask of April's face, uh, mm-hmm. like like you would hold up at like a basketball or a sporting event, but like right. just a flat one. And then he pokes the eyes out of it uh, so he can see through it, which makes him look like a creepy anime doll. That's what right. it looked like to me anyway, when he popped up okay. around, over the, the car. Then he waits in the parking lot uh, for Barney. Uh, Barney to show up and um, and then just screams, give me the job while lighting off fireworks and throwing them towards him as, you know, to, to show like, Hey, look at how big and explosive I can be. Well, his exact line is my name is April Ludgate and my talent is explosive. Yeah. My talent <laughs> is explosive. And, and there's a couple that are just set off to the side that are kind of going off. He had set up, which was good. Uh, and then he throws a couple in, in, in his car just for good measure. Um, and then, he sees that he's all, all he's the not, while chanting USA, USA, yeah, <laughs> USA, dancing, holding sparklers, chanting USA with with a with a, a front pack full of fireworks still. Yes, and yeah. um, and then uh, and then he looks like a very patriotic suicide bomber. He does, yeah, <laughs> and and he's not having any of it, and realizes he's made a huge mistake and runs away. Yeah, when when should I tell April to show up? <laughs> <laughs> my car oh so good um and then he just bolts so um yeah so then maybe that's not the best plan that andy's ever had uh but we'll see and leslie and april meet uh and leslie thanks for coming to their bench and april's like well i'm gonna miss memorable rain gutters of washington walking to her so this better be good uh and leslie apologizes for blowing up at at her and like 
you know, what she really wants is for her friends to be happy. Uh, and so she wants to help her to move on. And, uh, and then April's like, all right, you need to turn around because I want to say something serious, but I can't look at you in the eye. Um, and now take your shoes off like mittens. <laughs> uh, and April tells her like, look, I started working for you. I was aimless. Everything was stupid and lame. Uh, and you turned me into somebody with goals and ambition. Uh, and the only reason I'm in this search is because of who you have turned me into. Um, and uh, so thank you. And I love you. Uh, and that's why I've decided not to turn you into a sea urchin, <laughs> which I could do because I am an actual witch with powers and I'm evil. Yeah. <laughs> and Leslie turns around and gives her a hug. And uh, it's like, so do you know what you want to do? And uh, let's, April's like, not really. Uh, and so they go to this place called the American Service Foundation, um, where they take young people and set them on a path to, to work and find their, their career and their calling. Um, and so April goes and talks to Alyssa, who works there, um, who is very familiar with Leslie's enthusiasm because she made a throw pillow. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I was like, well, you changed your hair. That's not my best work. I'll send you another one. Um, so much detail. And again, Mary Poppins. Uh, so she just waits outside for April to finish her meeting. And when she comes back out, she's on the phone with Madeline again. Uh, and, uh, um, and just trying to help stay calm and tell me another Yeltsin story. Uh, so it's <laughs> just so stupid. <laughs> Boris Yeltsin. Boris. Oh, Boris. Uh, so, um, but then April comes out and, and let's like, Oh, she's here. I gotta go stay. How to your daughters? Uh, and April's like, I know what I exactly want to do. Um, and April's like, is it teach for America? Habitat for humanity is working with animal animals. Like, no, I want to work here at the foundation. Uh, I want to be like Alyssa. I want to tell people what to do and then send them far away from me. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so Les is like, I'm a hundred percent, a thousand percent on a hundred thousand percent on board for this. Uh, it's amazing. And, uh, did you tell Alyssa, what did she say when you told her? And he was like, nothing. I didn't tell her yet. I wanted to see if you thought it was a good idea. And Leslie's getting emotional. You wanted to run something by me? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so April was like, so will you help me? And she says, you don't need me. You can get this job all by yourself. Of course I am going to help you <laughs> essentially is what she says, but you got this. Um, yeah, so huzzah, April has a path. This is great. So and they all, go back to it all okay. came from the truth, right? It like, did. She finally told told her how she felt, and then it opened up the door. Yeah, it was a good thing. Uh, so then back in Pawnee, April's home, and and he's like, "Well, long story short, we might have found you the perfect job, but I also might have blown it." <laughs> uh, ben and Ron are there trying to fix it. Uh, if they don't, I feel like it's kind of on them. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. and, uh, it was like, it's weird. Everybody's being so nice to me all the time. And it's like, it's because we love you. Uh, and you know, maybe this consulting job could be the answer. And it was like, yeah, it's all about that. Cut to Ron and Ben and, uh, Barney and Barney is swiping through the presentation about April. Uh, and, and Ron's like, please don't hold anything. Andy did against April. He's a, she married a well-meaning goofball and she is an exceptional human being. Uh, and, uh, Ben's like, I hope this presentation like says it all. And, uh, so he's like, please, Ron's like, please consider her for this job. And, <laughs> and then Ben's like, and if she disappoints you, you can hold me accountable. Hey <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so Barney's like, well, if her friends are trying this hard, she must be something really amazing. Uh, tell her I'll meet with her tomorrow. And then. Ben gets a phone call. He's like, oh, hey, it's April. Uh, hey, we we're just talking about you. Got some good news. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> she doesn't want the job. <laughs> <laughs> and then Barney is like, I see. And there's a beat. And Ron is just staring down at the desk. Well, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> End of episode. And scene. I just love how often Barney gets burned breaks Barney's heart. <laughs> it's just, what did Barney ever do to deserve this? It's too Nothing. nice. He's too nice for this world. He's, he is. he's great. And he's, but he's, but he's got, who's, who's his sidekick guy? Frank. Not Frank. Yeah. 
He's the skeptic. He doesn't believe. He knows. He's like, you're just going to get hurt again, Barney. You just see yeah. it all written on his face. He doesn't have to say anything. He didn't even have a line. You get to see it. Yeah, he didn't have a line in this whole episode, did he? No. He was there, but he didn't say anything. No, Frank was just so brilliant. Like, oh, again, Barney. My wife and I just watched the episode where he gets, Ben goes to work for them and he solves the trust issue. uh, And Frank is like, his response is like, let's see if you're really a genius after all. (laughs) And uh, yeah, pretty fun. Do it again, but this time I'll turn on a light bulb above your head. (laughs) Yeah. And Barney's just so excited. (laughs) So excited. He's passionate. Dad. He's he's passionate about accounting. This is what I'm saying. It's not it's not a hobby for him. He's passionate about it. He does a good job. Well, when Boom. it comes to accounting software, there's no <laughs> accounting for taste. I love how that one line set him. They're like, you know what? We need more of that guy. Yes, yes. <laughs> Barney needs to be a part of every every season from in, here on out. From season two on. In the way he came in, too, it was like, I heard everybody else got a chance, and I know nobody really wants me here, but I'm still going to do it anyway. Yeah. He's, uh, that's the most assertive we'll ever see Barney yeah. in, in our life. Um, but, uh, yeah, so great. So great. Yeah, so that's this episode. Jeremy, uh, anything else that we should hit on this one um, uh, Matt Offerman actually did play Nick Offerman's brother. Is that actual Nick Offerman's uh, real brother? Real, in real, real life, real life IRL brother. Um, Which brother? I don't know. I'm going to assume the one who got Von? the lines. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not Vonald. Not Vonald. <laughs> Vonald um, Cyclops. <laughs> or Cyclops. <laughs> um, Let's see here. Yeah, the the trivia. I mean, there was no um, no Aziz in this one. There's only one of three episodes in the entire series that he doesn't appear. Huh. I wonder what he was doing that week. Probably some stand up or they just gave him the week off. Like you just Damn. had a big, a nice arc with with. Uh, what's her Lucy. face? Lucy. I'm good with yeah. names. Um. Yeah, this got an 8.0 on IMDb, which I think is right around there. I I thought this episode was very funny. There's a couple slow spots in the middle, helping April a little bit, but um I I thought there was some absolute fantastic jokes and um yeah. What did what did you think? I like this episode. I think it has good character transformation moments mm-hmm. with April. Oh. Um yeah, I think the uh, Ron's excitement to get people out of working for the government, <laughs> I still love. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Barney's in it. So I just love Barney. Trifecta. It's a trifecta. Um, yeah, next week is the primary. <laughs> that one's good, too. It's, yeah, it's good. It got, it's, it's got an 8.3 on the IMDb's. And uh, but yeah. I'm I'm excited for Daddy that. Daddy wants pie. <laughs> <laughs> In the zone. Oh man, it's not a pie. It's a calzone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ben. Yeah. So, well, listener, we shall return to record more regularly. Uh, after school starts for us. I know some people's kids are already in school, but here in the Pacific Northwest, we don't go to school until after Labor Day, generally. So deal with it i guess yeah we gotta but we gotta what well we just gotta enjoy the lack of rain for as long as possible yeah but now that's over yeah we're done and and we welcome the clouds and the drizzle it is still currently overcast my wife's greenhouse window has not automatically opened so i know it's not that hot the beeswax hasn't melted enough expanded expanded that's right yeah so it's pretty awesome whole thing all right well it's, cool man how's your uh, how's your rock wall by the way i noticed you didn't get super distracted today is it done oh they the rocks have been poured uh-huh. uh and they're working i had the curtains closed actually today good because i uh, no i just closed them yesterday oh <laughs> i'm lazy so uh yeah the construction is going well they're working kind of away so i can't really see them but right. that, well, that, uh, there's a backhoe that's doing something. What's what's that backhoe up to? <laughs> what's he up to? And now for our segment, construction in Jason's backyard. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, the the work right next door is just a little farther 
So it's the the next next door. So. All right, cool. Well, I look for I look forward to next week's update and uh, primary. Yes. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, man. Sounds good. I'll talk to you later. Uh, bye. bye.